Hello, Healthyish listeners. Thank you for tuning in to this Friday episode of Healthyish. Actually, we drop it on a Friday, but you could be listening any day of the week. Thank you for tuning in, whatever day you are listening. This is, of course, the podcast from Body and Soul with me, Felicity Harley, and also on a Friday, Ali Izzo, our digital director. And the three hot topics of the week we are talking about are, well, how often should you really be washing your sheets? Oh, it's the eternal question that we always want answered. Secondly, I want to talk about why fashion brands are opening standalone gyms. Yes, it is happening overseas. Will it come here? And lastly, why everyone should have a work crush. back in the studio. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I didn't have my mic in front of me. I, <laughs> I know, just had to grab it funny. from the other end of the room. That's okay. I'm still on Bali time having uh, been over there for oh, a while, which was lovely. So hard being you. So tough. Uh, I'm just it jealous. Is. It looked amazing. <laughs> you look. You do look very zen. I am. Yeah. You know, there, there's just something in the power of stepping out of mm-hmm. life. And that does, look, it doesn't have to be Bali. I know that's not for <laughs> it. Like everyone can afford to fly to Bali. But... You know, I remember Yumi Steins telling me once when I wrote my book that she just goes away in a caravan for a night or two down the south coast of New South Wales. That sounds nice. And just removing yourself from your environment. Yeah, totally. clears the mind. Because you know what? You can't do like the washing when you're in a caravan. Like, Absolutely. You, you, you can't do the everyday chores. You can't like go to Woolies. It's, you know. You have to think about things. Yes. Perspective. Go deep. I like it. Okay. What are we talking about this week? Okay. So speaking of washing, actually, I'm going to make my own segue here. (laughs) Go for it. This was the most clicked story of the week. And it's one of those things that I think people are always a bit curious about because everyone has a routine of their own. Each household or family kind of does their own thing. And it's how often should you really be washing your sheets and towels? Now, we spoke to an expert. Her name is Anita Burgess, who's a bit of a um, like a home organization expert, I guess is the best way to put it. And she was saying that there are actually different like timelines for each thing in your house, which sounds like... Oh, my like God, another thing to another add to the thing to I know. So I think I disagree with this entirely because who has time for different schedules for different items in your laundry basket? But she's saying that you should wash your bath towels every five to seven uses. You should wash your bath mats weekly and you should wash your sheets weekly and wash your tea towels weekly, but wash your pyjamas every three uses. Now, that's like every three nights. So... Yeah, I'm kind of like that. Really? Oh, but I have this thing mm. with clean sheets and clean. Yes, I love a clean sheet. But I can't do it more than once a week. I don't have time to do that's true. washing. But maybe if you change your pyjamas more often, it feels like you've got clean yeah, sheets true. because the fabric on your body is cleaner. Anyway, so I just think it's it's one of those things that you don't realise what other people in your like circles do until you have these kind of conversations. You're like, oh, I read too. Like my husband, I, I'm going to drop him in it, would like literally never wash the sheets when we were dating. Oh, like, my before we married. It's disgusting. Just it why was so disgusting. so foul and disrespectful to the bed. Like I'm like, I love my bed. I love <laughs> and my- the woman they're dating. Oh, well, yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, that too. Anyway, we've changed that habit. <laughs> um, what I love about these stories is I have – written a few or Mm. edited a few in my time Mm. and they always go so well because it's the one thing we all want to know. We all want to know and you you don't want to – I suppose everyone reads it because you're you're scared you're doing the wrong thing. Like it's a bit of a like, oh, God, I'm going to get schooled here. Absolutely. Um, But it also brings up like 
good uh, debate as well because I think people like to fight back and, and yeah. justify their choices. But anyway, maybe I'll well, just try go. washing my pyjamas more often. I You've might, been told. Yeah, I have been told. <laughs> Thank you, Anita. <laughs> now, I want to talk about a story that I came across, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, it's kind I of a bit fluffy, but as fashion meets fitness, mm-hmm. that whole thing continues to grow. There are a bunch of our beloved overseas brands who are now opening up a standalone gym. Mm. So activewear brands, Lululemon, Sweaty Betty, which is out of the UK, and Athletica have long offered, you know, the on-site workouts. Mm. I mean, I'm sure we've all been to those Sunday yoga sessions Many. that Lululemon yep. used to hold. Mm. Oh, do they still do that? I, I don't know. So. Not sure. Maybe yeah. they didn't through COVID. Maybe they're back now. Yeah, as yeah. part of they were good. You know the retail experience. But now some of these brands are actually opening up standalone gyms and yoga studios, which I think is quite well revolutionary. Take for example, Allo Yoga. It was a brand that opened up in LA in 2016. Now it did open up with a yoga sanctuary, a studio, and a cafe. Hmm. But now they're offering this at most of their other stores and they're opening up standalone yoga studios offering classes charging yeah. like a gym would yeah. and that's the key thing and yeah. also say Allo Yoga has also got a fitness app Allo Moves which offers oh. over 100 new classes each month yeah right so they're a so, full fitness brand yes so they're evolving I mean past- it kind of makes sense because if you like a brand like I don't know about you but like I definitely have some athletic or athleisure or whatever you want to call it, active wear that I will always wear. Like if I'm going for yeah. a run, I know the tights that I'm wearing because mm. I know that they work. Or if I'm doing yoga or Pilates, I know the things that I wear. So if that brand applied the same their same philosophies to the class or the instructors or to the, I don't know, marketing stuff, either, I think I'd probably be into that. Yeah, I would because I think you wear that gear because it speaks to you yeah. or it works for you. Yeah. So why wouldn't you just go and do a yoga class or a fitness class with yeah. that brand too? And I suppose you're also, it's got that instant think of, thing of community because you're also with other people who like the same stuff. So yeah. if you're all into like soft pastel leggings, for example, <laughs> um, you're going to meet other people who are kind of into that aesthetic too. And everyone so else in the class will It's going to be beautiful. Soft it's, pastel it's leggings. It's going to be very Instagram friendly because yeah. everyone will be dressed <laughs> in the same colour palette. Um, <laughs> now, will we see the likes of P Nation and Jagged oh. doing the same or Nike around the world? I mean, yeah. I mean, well, Nike has their, obviously, their training app. Oh, their, they do, yeah. yeah. Their Nike yeah. fitness app um, and their run app as well. So in a way, they're kind of a halfway there, um, but not in the physical sense or not in Australia anyway. But I would, I'd love to see... Pip and Claire from PE Nation do, um, you know, like you could see them doing like a hit class or something really fun like boxing or sort of high impact stuff. I think I think we should call the girls. I think we should get them on. Okay. It. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> we'll inspire them. Yeah. Okay. Last story. Uh, this was a brilliant story that uh, one of our staffers, Holly Berkelman, wrote for us. She actually has a regular Wednesday dating column. She is a single gal in the city and she's very kindly agreed to share her trials and tribulations, I guess, is the best way to put good it. Good for her. Good for her with us. And she's, look, she's very funny, but she wrote a story that got shared and commented on and I haven't seen, seen anything like it before on the site. And it's, it's the title of it is why everyone should have a work crush. Now, I think this is, this works because a work crush is totally different to any other kind of crush. It kind of exists in this little microcosm and it doesn't, 
interfere with the rest of your life. It's sort of like a fantasy realm because it's at work. So you might have a crush on a guy that you would never usually look twice on. And um, she gives some very um, sage advice from her own personal experiences. I actually know her work crush because we work together, which is quite funny. And um, look, I think it's worth a read. Jump on the show notes. And uh, and she's she set up some rules for how to do it properly and safely. Can yeah. you still have like a little work crush even if you married? Oh yeah, that, that's it. This is this is why it's in a microcosm. So like married people, people in long term relationships, you can have a crush on your boss, you can have a crush on the like the cleaner, you can have a crush on like it doesn't matter who it is. It's like it's just a little thing. I mean, there are still some people that you really connect with. Yeah, that's why the work and wife and the work husband is a thing as well. Yeah, so you can kind of like partner up and have like a you know a platonic kind of marriage away in a workspace. So I think it's a special sort of um, phenomenon. But for me being hetero, it's a bit hard when you're working in an all-female environment. Yeah, it, it's a, it is tough. I agree. Yeah. yeah. They, we need more men in this office <laughs> for the straight ladies. <laughs> Ali, talk to you next week. Bye. I will leave links to all those stories in the show notes. And if you have something for Ali and I to chat about, a hot topic, just DM me at Felicity Harley on Instagram. That is the best place to catch me or if you have any complaints or thoughts, I can take those as well. Anyway, any more info, head to bodyandsoul.com.au, follow us on Instagram, Facebook or TikTok. But thank you so much for listening in to us again. If you have a moment, we would love it if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast or share it with a mate. Thanks again. Stay healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.